and welcome back to another episode of Tormageddon. I'm your host, Oscar, and I'm here with... Kenny. Kenny, and uh, sponsored by Elite Multimedia Productions. And we have a very, very special treat today. And we have a guest that uh, you guys will definitely be delighted with. And um, let me... Uh, Kenny, would you like to introduce yeah, our guest? Yeah, no, this is the uh, ever-talented Thomas Church Crispin. Oh, Did I say your last name right? I don't yeah, think I've ever said your last name. If you say it in German, it's Christmann. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's how you have to say. It. You got to yeah, say yeah. it like that. Yeah, Spot. but it's like everybody says Christmann. Yeah, I don't. I for the longest time, yeah. I don't think I ever actually knew your real name. I yeah. think I knew you for about a year before I knew what your real name was. It was when you added me on Facebook. <laughs> that was when I knew what your real name was. He's like, oh god, he has a Norman name. How boring <laughs> is that? Well, I thought I thought like your parents like named you like Churchill or something. I was like, well, that's a little odd considering he's German. But I mean, whatever. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not judging. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think it took me a long time before I knew what your name yeah, was. Yeah, and I keep it normally like that. If someone say, says Thomas, I'm. I'm just scared that my mom is behind me. <laughs> well, I, did something I, I wrong. think like like I think most of your socials and stuff. I don't think your real name is on it. I think it's all just like church. I think everything I've seen is church. Yeah, I do. The, when I do some extra stuff like on magazines or something, I put my real name on it, so it's like business. Right. But everybody, so when I, I introduce myself, it's church. People remember that. They're like, oh, that's a cool. Like, it is I a cool. Know. That's what it is. I it know. is a cool name. And the story behind it is like super short. It's like Christman. It's like some people came up with like Christ man and Christ and stuff, and then Christmas and all this bullshit. And yeah. it ended up in Churchman. And Churchman is too long for people, so it's church. There you go. I like church. So there's the origin story. That's it, guys. We've wrapped it up. We <laughs> we know everything we need to know about church. Uh, so I know who you are. Why don't you give us uh, a little backstory? Who is Church? What do you do? Oh, I'm I'm just a I'm just a lighting guy. That's what I normally say. <laughs> I just press some buttons and All I right. do. All right. Well, then I, I'm not gonna let, <laughs> I'm not gonna let him get away with that. So Church is the ever talented designer for corn, and you have been for. I mean, was was our tour? You had been doing it a couple of years. Yes, seven years now. I started okay. sixteen in Europe. Oh, so you had just started when I came on then in the States. So that was your first tour? Like that, your uh, no, first you, that was uh, my second tour, with uh, the third tour, but the second tour in the U.S. With okay, them. all right. Yeah, when you were there. Yep, okay. Yeah, because I did Europe. That was a, like a easy tour. I just did my lighting desk and full European run with festivals and like one-off shows. Then I came to the U.S. with them. Okay. And then I met you. Yeah, your life has never been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> so specifically as a lighting director, did you start off as a lighting director? Were you doing shows, uh, lighting? Were you doing any type of lighting before you got it with Corn? Or give us a little, how did you get started with them in that specific position? Uh, so I was a lighting director for a long time already, especially in Europe or Germany, a lot of German acts. But um, a good friend of mine, was the production manager and front of house guy for Corn, mm. and he was German. Hey Marco. Hey Marco. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the job got open, and he called me. I sent your resume. I put it on the table for you, so maybe you get get a job. And that's how it worked. They tried me out in Europe. They came after the first show, say, hey, "You want that job?" I'm like, "Yeah, I would say yes." <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about you it. You got it. You got it. 
Yeah, and then uh, so I did like a lot of shows already in Europe, and I toured with Machine Head before that for six years. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask you. So it was uh, specifically even before Corn the rock genre, or was it? Uh, no, I actually do everything. So in Germany, it's a lot of hip hop. Really, hip hop is famous there. The German hip hop. Really, I, I thought it was <laughs> wow. more of like the techno trance. Yeah, that's what you guys think. We're <laughs> not wearing lederhosen all the time. They say a lot of techno, but uh, that's more Dutch. Okay, these people go nuts for it still. Oh. No, I did like everything. It's, like good big gigs. I started small, like everybody else, like and uh, making my way up. And um, I have a good friend who was like one of the most famous most talented dude in germany and has so many acts so he needed i needed just to help him out and uh, that's how it started actually i went on tour so many times just for him being his uh, operator okay and um and then uh i made my own way meeting you know you meet people sure i mean and that's the whole business they say hey you cool guy I like your name. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have time for this and this? And then and that's, uh, so that's how I ended up working international with Machine Head. Mm. Okay. And uh, that, that, that was interesting because it's, uh, it's fun to see how different it is to be in Europe with them or in the U.S. Yeah. or South America. It's like it goes like this. Right. Like Europe is big for them. South America is a big show. U.S. is still good shows, but it's not the same as uh, we they do. Are they playing like a lot of like large cap clubs here, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not, you know, you're not in arenas really, but just mostly large cap clubs. Yeah, but they do good. But it's uh, yeah. it's not the same. So it, you learn a lot on this kind of tours, right? So, and then Corn uh, came up, and uh, since seven years now, is doing design and uh, is pressing the playing buttons. the same level? in europe as they are here or ha have they been playing kind of the same yeah. level yeah i would say they play <clears throat> definitely more here yeah because they're you're way bigger and you have all these chats and stuff yeah we don't have that uh but we headline a lot of major festivals in europe and if we do shows there it's like yeah decent arenas like not the big big arenas but like whatever it's like college arenas here yeah something like that that for sure like Four to eight thousand people, and let me guess, South America is ridiculous. Because I mean, going it, going to Colombia, they have like this. Uh, I'm from Bogota, and they have like a, uh, it's called Rock in the Park, and it's like their biggest rock festival. And um, I was surprised at how you know how big of a crowd they got. It was like ridiculous. It was almost going like you know in the, yeah. in the heyday of prime rock. I was like, wow, it's incredible. The energy in South America is always, like, crazy. Yeah. It's like when you go, like, I don't know about other stuff, but I always was there with, like, metal. Mm -hmm. <sighs> this this yeah. crowd is, like, they go nuts. Like yeah. Rock like, and Rio. You, I, was standing, I was standing there. Uh, we did uh, the show in Chile, I think it was. Chile. And uh, uh, we had, like, Fieldy didn't, uh, couldn't go. So we had the son. Oh, I remember had, this. We had this yeah. this son of uh, Robert Trujillo. Like, he played bass on corn. He's like thirteen years old kid. Whoa. Yeah, he killed and, it too. And we were like in there, like kind of home country. And it, phew, I had goosebumps. I couldn't do my cues. I was standing there. I'm like, oh, that's fucking. 
crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He, he and they burn he up. They, they light up all the fireworks and everything. They don't care. They just go nuts for every song and they loud and singing. It's like a soccer game. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like, like just the energy of the crowd. So touching on that, like what would you say are, because I know starting out in everything, I don't know you had some experience beforehand, but when you started out as a lighting director for Corn, like what were some of the challenges that you remember? Um, you know, things that were like a little bit rough in the beginning, but then like you, you kind of like overcame that or anything that comes to mind. Hmm. Yeah, it was just, uh, actually it was pretty nice working with them. It's like super easy. They like welcomed me and uh, they were listening to uh, what I had to say. Because when I started the first one, we didn't have a design and there was the tour coming up and they wanted me to do that. And uh, when I started designing it, they were they're looking at it. I'm like, um, you know, like there's jokes about it, me and Marco, like being all like <laughs> <laughs> German correct, you know. I was like, um, You're and wrong, when, and I will tell you why. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, like when I point something out, they were listening. So, but you still have to. The most challenging part is like explaining what you have in mind you draw something or make it like a rendering or something and you provide it to them and then they look at it and i'm like and they're like yeah it looks cool they don't understand they don't they don't see the picture even if it's a rendering right right that is the the, the hardest part to like explain what really happens you can render like everything yeah. but if you have like a wall of fucking blinders or something like that if you render it it's like a white picture so you have to do some adjustments on the renderings and then there's always the question is that is that strong enough is that powerful i'm like dude there's like 40 of them <laughs> yes well yeah it's trying to explain and then you have to show them like yeah you have to show them like videos or something of like a reference so yeah, like this yeah. is kind like of what it's going to look like because so much so. of that is movement like you're just showing them 2d but so much of that is based on kind of this. Yeah, even I even movement. do videos like like having something going on and then I spin the stage around yeah. in the video so they see how it really looks. But that's the most challenging part. Sometimes they see it and they're not like excited. There's <laughs> right. a good story about it. We uh, we did we did one design. We had like uh, video cubes on stage. They were moving back and forth and they were like mirrored and everything. So how to explain it to them, we were doing a show in Mexico, and that was Marco was still with us, and I met him in Berlin before we were flying out, and we took from his son, like these, like these uh, wood toy, where you oh, like little them. blocks or yeah, Legos? blocks, yeah. yeah, yeah, and we had Smurfs, so we were traveling with that, and mm -hmm. um, we we were sitting on the table and like had the drawings and the computer there and everything. They're like, yeah, that's cool. And then we like, yeah, look at this. So we put these cubes out, put these Smurfs in position mm -hmm. where, like, this is hat, this is uh, JD, this is this. And then we started moving it just by hand and, like, tilting it and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. they're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. This is what you need. Uh, you, you know, they yeah. like... You're like a live understand. example of what's exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's like I'm telling my mom, this is the new fixture. It's like fucking awesome. We can do this and this, this. And she's like, yeah, I like my steak too. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, she has no fucking clue. And they have other things in mind. They musicians, they artists in a different way. Yeah. And this is the most challenging for every designer yeah. to put that on the table. Right, right. But they trust me. So when I come up with something and I said, this is this and this is... They kind of trust me. They, know they have faith you in you. It. They yeah. saw like what you can do, and they're like, "All right, let's just." He knows what he's doing. Yeah, let's run with that. Exactly. Yeah. So on that note, what would you say was the most uh, challenging concert that you were? You know, you just had to improvise, or just things weren't didn't go as planned. Uh, what would you say was the most uh, the one that really put your skills to the test? Yeah, that's that's hard to say. I did. I only every one that I was on. <laughs> True. No, <laughs> no, no. Now that was actually an easy. That was tour. a really. Yeah, easy we tour. just rolled in and out. It mm-hmm. was like fifteen minutes a done deal. No, the most challenging from. That's a. It's not corn. What I had, but I had a different. I have a different. You know, probably Rock and Ring in Germany. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the major yep. big festivals mm-hmm. over there. I was with a band, headlining the main main stage. But I'm smart as I am. I can run a show on my little PC wing and a laptop because there was no <laughs> desk available. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll program with it at home. So, yeah, I can run it. It's Artnet. It's just piece of cake. Yeah. So everything was set up. I had my little PC, the PC wing, and everything was working. I get over the radio. So are you ready to go? Two minutes. I'm like, yeah, I'm totally ready to go. And when I said that, all these fixtures you can see on the stage doing like, just hanging there <laughs> and, and it just out. lost art net and i'm like shit so i restarted the computer I was, I was these two minutes felt like two hours i was sweating i was because it was live on tv and everything i was fuck 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 fuck, fuck. at the end i kind of touched by accident the art net cable like like moved it yeah and they were like the, they came back i'm like I plucked, like, hold it, like, as hard as I could, and <laughs> I was uh, yelling, and I was, I need golf tape, golf tape. So we taped the whole computer, the whole cable, and everything <laughs> on the surface. Yeah. We were running. Uh, the show was running. Like, it was there, and the intro started. I'm like, ah, fuck. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like crazy. And um, after that show, I bought a new computer. <laughs> <laughs> like, on the bus, I went on the bus, I need a backup. That was a sign. It was just a little, like, the Artnet slot you have on your laptop. Oh, so it was, it was the port on the laptop that was, was just the, a little too... It was the port. Mm. The port was kind of broke. Like, yeah. you know, it, you move the shit around. And then, yeah. Dude, I, there was, I, was, I was scared. I was sweating. It was, like, challenging to find out what the problem is. There was no backup situation. There was no... There was... Grand MA everywhere, maybe an Avo Light or something like that, but yeah. nothing I yeah. could put this my show on it. Yeah. Oof, that was uh, that was a scary moment for sure. That's a movie <laughs> moment right there. It's just like last second, you just do something, it just happened to move I, the I cable. think I was flesh at that moment. You know that? Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I would did everything I could come up with, but not touching the fucking cable. Wow. <laughs> Of course, the last thing you would think of is that. Yeah, because it was in there, and it's like, ah, that software froze. No, 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 no. I had the same ones I gave my board, like a normal board to to our um, support act. It's like, yeah, you can run your show on there. And I never touched the master fader. Never do. It's always on full, or sometimes I give it a different, like, option to it, but it's always on full and never touch it. There's a button, or I do swaps, and I don't need the master fader. 
And he was running his show. I was loading my show, and everything was on, and um, <laughs> nothing coming out. It was changeover of like twenty minutes. Or I think, fuck, and couldn't figure it out what the problem was. Master fader. There's a master fader. Get you every time. So now they blink. Now they <laughs> on my board. They they bing ding 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 ding. I'm I'm. That's on the <laughs> the church rude solo light. Just to know. They that probably. It's yeah, but Cam has probably heard about that story. It's like <laughs> he needs something to see what's going on. I think you're one of the few, one of the few people at, at your level that's using camps. I mean, is anybody else using campsites at your level? I think you're many. Yeah, is it a European thing? Because I feel it like is, it's it's not in the it, states. Is not as much. It is a European thing. I know. I don't know them like personally, but as a couple here. But it's not as big here as it is in yeah. Europe. In Europe, you can now you can get it everywhere, and uh, there's a lot of like big time. So if I go on a festival in Europe, there's at least one other Kansas guy right. on. So that MA stage. in Kansas. Yeah, that's actually the Evolite is more here. So I don't see it much in Europe anymore. Really? Yeah. Because I I felt like for the, I mean, and I obviously I haven't been behind a desk in a while, but I felt like for the longest time Evo was like. The European, maybe even more so the English. Yeah, thing. that was more the English thing. Yeah, yeah. but Kansas is English. Oh, there you go. They buy the market. <laughs> well, I think um, you probably know him, Brett Lawrence. I think Brett Lawrence is now like the Kansas guy here in the states. Um, uh, he's down in South Florida, I think. But I mean, he was one of the only other people that I knew that like really knew Kansas. It was like you and him were the two guys that I knew knew Kansas. Because I think your our tour was the first time that I had ever sat behind a campus desk, um, and you yeah, showed me some be. stuff on that because I had never messed with one before. That's what I was going to ask you. So, like for the people who aren't too familiar with uh, things, campuses is the type of uh, so lighting console. So okay, the, cool. Kind of the industry standard in the states, uh, and I would figure MA probably has the largest, still the largest share. Oh, yeah. internationally so there grand ma is kind of like the industry standard and then followed now since hog really kind of has went the way of the dodo i, I would say that it's kind of ma campsis and then you know a smattering of other things able lights and there's a, there's some other stuff that yeah, pops but, up here and there yeah that's uh now they're working with uh, Chauvet as their distributor mm. yeah i think it gets a little more interesting here and bigger uh, that makes sense because I think Alation did the same with like I think they took EQ the hedge. Well, I think they took like what was the hedgehog and like re. I'm I might be making this up and completely lying, but I I think they like kind of took like what was the hedgehog platform mm. and then rebranded it and kind of a similar thing to Chevet. It's like they started being the distributor in the states of it. Yeah, for me, it was Chemsis choosing that was uh, like a simple thing. We never worked for a company. So I never had a console at home or like in a shop where I can play with or people showing me something. And when Kansas came out back in the days, uh, my my friend uh, was working with them. And he had this PC wing at home and he said, he did this and this and they worked with the, just with the software and everything. And I'm like, that's a good solution. I can buy like a PC. I have a laptop at, at home already. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I buy a PC. And it was like two grand back in the days. Mm-hmm. And I I still have that one. And I still program every show I do 
if I pre-program it. Yeah. On that well, one at home. Well, because it had in the native to the software, it had an actual visualizer, right? Like there was an now actual. Now it does. Now it does. Okay. Like it was like a couple of years already, but yeah, not back then. I, I, I'm working with a different visualizer. Well, because I felt like in the, even like maybe when you and I were out at that point, I think they had the visualizer, but it was it was still better than like the MA built-in visualizer, which was just like the ray tracing things. Cams has actually had like a couple beams, a, yeah, yeah. But had, every beam looked the same. Yeah, you could you <laughs> could still kind of. It was better than just seeing these little lines. Yeah, yeah. It, it was them. like a like a spot beam, a wash beam, yeah. and uh, like a square for like blinder strobes and stuff like yeah. that. I, I, you can program. You could program with that, but now it's actually really good. You can add like, but it's still not like the other like real visualizers on the market but so i was yeah. gonna i was gonna ask you that like what have you seen or in your opinion like the trends that have changed in the lighting you know lighting con as far as lighting concerts go like what has you what have you seen change over the years that you're they that you like or you dislike or like, good innovations you know what what seriously changed is like i'll say it like that it's power these fixtures getting brighter and brighter yeah. and brighter like this, like, all the older stuff is, no one wants to use it anymore. Yeah. I have, I used fixtures and then I hear, oh, that's a cool fixture, but you have to check out this one. This is even brighter. I'm like, dude, this is so bright. I don't <laughs> even want to look at on the stage anymore. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, the good thing is about, like, we have a lot of LED now. It kind of, it was saving us, like, power-wise. Yeah, but that's gone the, out the window now. Yeah, that's that's gone. Like everything is needs the same amount of power now. Well, and fixture weight too. It was like you know, VL thirty five hundreds and stuff. It was like you still need you need two guys to pull this out, and then it's like, well, we moved to LED and they got smaller, and we're saving power. But now we've amped up the power on the LED, so now we need a heat sink that's the size of a boat inside <laughs> this fixture. So now they're just as heavy as they it, used to yeah, be. Yeah, it is. It is. It's back to what it was, but they powerful. Like you have to be careful with what you do sometimes. Yeah, there's like safety distances you have to look out. We just talked before here about these laser engine lights. Mm -hmm. You need extra extra safety stuff for that. You need people who have a permit for that. So it. I think it gets a little too big right now. So, of course, I like big shows. I like to put out, like, mm. a lot of stuff. But um, when I look around, what's what's touring right now and what they have, like, what they use, is, I'm like, this is are you Are you looking much. at some of that stuff? Are you kind of, uh, are you kind of taking an approach to being a little bit simpler now? And what's what's kind of your motto when you design i i, al I always do because uh, i know it's like i'm on a level where budget is still a thing mm -hmm. and uh i can come up with the biggest coolest looking stuff but it's i will not work in a stage where we play St still about the dollars and everything mm -hmm. gets more expensive too like trucking or whatever and um now i try to when i do designs it's i always come up with a solution how to build it and how it's going to work out. So, and if there's like 20 fixtures in there and when I play around with it, I'm like, there 10 will be enough. Then I take 10 out because then it's like, yeah, uh, I will not need them. It would just overpower it. Or even I program, I have to turn them off at that moment because they 
So why should I skip it? I mean, yeah. look, looking at some of the some of the shows you did post like our tour together because that was, we had for anybody that doesn't know, uh, twenty sixteen was the was that Nocturnal Underground I think, mm-hmm. and that was we had four or five uh, like risers on the stage, and was it three tall? Yeah. And so it was like three tall with magic panels all the way across the front. I feel like that was probably the most fixtures I had seen you use. Have you used that many since then? At least it looked like a lot because they were all in one place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I did. I like this symmetrical stuff still. So, yeah. So I'm always like, mm, this. it's off when it's like, you know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm right there. I don't. I I don't like sometimes the asymmetrical stuff. It's, it sometimes me it's out. cool. Like some of it is cool, but you can do the asymmetrical with the symmetrical mm-hmm. too if you want. And um, no, that was oh, I used more than that after that. But it's it's always like it has to fit in the picture, right? You know, this was like a wall of lies because that was the only stuff we we were bringing mm-hmm. with some ego risers and stuff. But that was like our main feature. Because we shared the roof. Yeah, because that was the we shared with Breaking Ben on that one. Yeah, and uh, and uh, there was like everything had that was our feature, except for that one stinking little truss that they had to hang every day. <laughs> Hated that truss. <laughs> it was the bane of my existence. Yeah, it was on that. It's just CO two, right? Uh, no, they had there was like four fixtures, and then they had those uh, the like the shower curtain. And CO two, and they had, and they had the flying CO two. I know, yeah. I remember that they put all. The and then CO2 every day, everywhere. I had to yell at that kid because he his nozzles were all like they were just baking our fixtures on the upstage every day. Oh yeah, <sighs> I hated that truss. Yeah, what is your most <laughs> hated show? <laughs> oh, uh, actually, none of none of those. I mean, to your point, that was one of the easiest tours I've ever done. Like I and I think a lot of that was was attitude. Like you were super easygoing. Um, even Matt Peliquin, like everybody in that tour was super easygoing. It wasn't, you know, everybody just kind of showed up and did their job. Um, you know, Marco was Marco, but still, and Marco's on way. He was still easygoing. Like there was nothing. Everybody got along. There were yeah, no, there was no, there was no bad attitudes. I, um, I love that about the camp. It's still kind of like that. Like most of the times, I think all the tours we did with like whoever was like headlining or a special guest. And it's like we, every time we get along like super nice with everybody. Yeah. I think that, I think the, that camp in general is just super easy to get along. So I think if you don't get along in with the corn camp, that's, that's a you problem. Like you're the reason this is not working because everybody just kind of shows up and yeah, and that's why I work with the same people all the time. Yeah. You can come back if you want. All right, well, I got a spot for you, man. Uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is waiting for you. <laughs> oh, I love Greg. I miss Greg. He's he's a great guy too. But you know, Greg and I never actually did corn together. No, because he was gone when you did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we would, like, because I think him and I flip-flopped a couple of times. So when he was available, he was doing that, and I wasn't available, and then... Yeah, you should work together. You, you Good match. Oh, uh, we did. So we did Maiden together. Ah, wrong, wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> wrong team. But he's great. Greg is a... He's oh, a, yeah, that he's was a great guy. about to say, this this crew, like, even my, like, I was, since I worked for Corn in the U.S., the main lighting people, like lighting crew, is still the same people. I try to keep them yeah. around me because they know how I work. 
and I know how they work, and there's no, like, we don't need any communication. Right. They do their shit, I do my shit, and it's like, there, there's a funny story. The first time I was, I was working with Greg the very first time, and he knew it was just him and me, and he knew already how I, like, how I work, and uh, we did another tour, and we had more people on the lighting, and, you know, I get bored, <laughs> waiting, not, like, because they take time. It's just, you wake up, you have breakfast, and they still building the stage. You know, Here comes church and his flip flops. And I, there, there's church with his flip Hawaiian work boots. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking over the stage, I flip, 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 flip. And everyone's like, get the fuck off the stage. And then I uh, go in front of the house, but front of the house is boring. And so I run the snake most of the time. And I took that case and started running it. And the other two guys didn't know me. They jumped off the stage and then took that snake away from me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And Greg was just, yeah, let him do his thing. He's bored. He, he <laughs> don't want to go to catering again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they, they thought, oh, are we too slow for him? No, I was just like, let me do something. I mean, I felt that I felt that way the first couple of shows because I, I wasn't used to seeing somebody, you know, I was not used to seeing my LD come out and start doing stuff. But here's church, like nervous energy, looking around, <laughs> trying to. So that's know. not a typical thing. You were just kind of. <sighs> That's no, just kind of like extra. No. I mean, normally you're you're going to catering to look for them to try to get them to come out there and, <laughs> and you know something. turn the desk on. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I think most days you had your your desk flipped. Yeah, I do it like uh, a front know, of house. No one's yeah. touching my front of house. Yeah. It's just helping me. But I want to build my front of house. If I fuck it up, I know where to look. At. But if someone else builds it, I'm like, yeah. I, I don't. I want to know what's going on there. So I can't blame it on them. <laughs> and they always blame it on me, and they always write. <laughs> but it was it, it really was, I think, probably one of the easiest gigs that I had done. You know, um, and Greg had, in Greg's credit, like Greg built that rig for the most part. Because um, I think when I came into prep, he had already built uh, the risers and everything. I think really all I ended up building was the flown truss at that point. And I think I built some of the data racks but that was it but mm. greg had killed you know all that stuff on the deck he had got everything wired up and he everything was beautifully color-coded and all the links were exactly yeah, he, right he, like he knows he knows definitely knows what he's doing yeah no he's great and i love to have him around like this is always the same in, in europe when i do my tours if the crew sucks if it's just one person sucks mm -hmm. it makes it bad for everything you're like i don't want to go on the bus this bus this guy is on there so far i'm just yep yeah yeah and uh, i will got i was so far knocking on everything i can find if the, i was always good with that every people yeah that's the most important thing anyways to be social because you know, on the tour bars on a tour two months you have to don't cry about everything. Don't listen mm -hmm. to everything. Don't take it personal. Yeah. And um, if you can't manage that, you have a good time. Yeah. But if you there's people around, you're like, oh, stop crying. You know, it's hard work. It's yeah. hot. You're in Phoenix. What you expect? <laughs> you know what you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's so hot. Well, it's like, you're not the only you're, one, buddy. Like the rest of us are hot too. Like, yeah. And it's down. it's uh, you can't because it's always the same. You can't listen to that anymore, and that makes it. Uh, you know, it makes it a long tour. But right. if that's all cool, the people like, I would always say your skills mm -hmm. are 40%. Mm. And your social skills are at least 60% of a successful tour. I 100% I agree with that. Because I, I personally, 
would rather take someone who is okay at their job and is a cool hang than someone who is a master at their job and I can't stand to be around. Yeah. I would rather have a guy that I know, hey, I, I might end up having to help him out a little bit uh, because he, he can't get all the way there, but I enjoy being around him. I'll take that guy every day over a guy who's perfect, but I, I can't stand. Yeah, same for me. If I have the best lighting tech in the world, he can fly, like drinks a Red Bull, has his little wings and does everything, <laughs> but he's yeah. a total dickhead. Right. I was I the only reason church like me was I was a good hang. I wasn't a good tech. I was just a good hang. You, you're the you're the 60%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the 60% too. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm the best LD in the world. I have good timing because I never run uh, uh time code shows. And people are like, yeah. This is impressive. all basking. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. Like, this is like that's me. Right, that is, right that is me. That is me. On the spot. Like, yeah, I pre-program it, of course. I have a queue list. There's timings in there already, but the next one and the next one and some add-ons, they have to be on time. Right, right. And now the time code shows is not, it's not a corn thing. They well, it's, groove. It's, 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 it's one of my favorite things about kind of the rock genre in general. There's not a ton of time. I mean, there are some out there that obviously have time code and stuff, but there's a lot of them, especially that come up in that time when corn came up and you know some of the older guys they they don't time code it is it is very much a groove like we may end up we may do these two bars again like yeah you know and they have still monitors there's mm-hmm. no the only guy who oh, has dude, in ears is the drummer because there's so some loud. clicks huh? yeah. but you can't be on still fuck no i went out i i remember being inside working on one of those magic panels because uh, I had like climbed on stage, climbed in the back of that thing, and I'm like upside down trying to like, get to it. And even inside that box, it is so freaking loud on that stage. But wasn't that we had the cabinets in the risers, right? We had them behind. Well, in some of them, not all of them. Oh, the base ones were. Yeah, yeah they, they fit were, in there. They were in some of them. Um, that was also, I think that was the show where Head was launching Skittles at me. <laughs> I, I'm upside what? down in this box trying to like work on this light and I just feel things start hitting me on the head and I kind of, there were, there were little gaps and you could kind of look out and head is turned around just laughing at me and he's got his little Skittle jar and he's just like launching. Oh, he's the Skittles most funny guy. Me. I love this guy he's great. so much. He's, he's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good that he's back. Yeah. He's uh, so much fun. So we glanced over something that we have to talk about, and I'm not going to let church get away from it. Uh-oh. What's your day job? Mm, what do you mean? So, yeah, sure, you're an LD, but you've got some other skills, and <laughs> I'm not going to let you get away without talking about what you're what – You're you talking about me being a nurse? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not letting you get away without talking about it. Yeah, I'm, an, it's a, I'm a nurse. So where that where did that fit in, as far as like your career in lighting? Like how how did that journey kind of happen? Oh, it's super simple because that that job kept me alive money wise. So mm. did you go to school? Were were you doing lighting and then went to school to become a nurse, or were you no, already it's, doing it's, that? It's a little different because uh, so you have to hear. I don't know if you have that, but we had back when I was young. Um, I finished school. You had to do. A military service and if you don't want it to do it 
so you have to do social service. Okay. And uh, I didn't want to go to the military because I didn't feel like listening to someone who's yelling at me. And, you know, I had long hair and I was in a metal band and it's like, ah, fuck that shit. <laughs> so I don't need a gun. It's like, <laughs> but I had to do something. So I did uh, social service in a hospital. Okay. And um, for 13 months, you have to do that some. And um, so I worked in a hospital in an operation theater. Like like, oh, a, like really? a helper. Like a, a I didn't even know that. I didn't know well, that you were in operation theater. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm specialized operation nurse. Mm, you're, you're something like you're that. special. Right? <laughs> so um so I did that, and um you know after that I was still like trying to be a rock star and making music, and I was playing bass in a band. We were touring decent in Germany, like clubs, little clubs, and. Use how they had like a little stage and uh, like a PA, <laughs> and um, so this job actually was like a. After that, I still worked there as a helper. Nothing, didn't study anything, and uh, it kept me alive. So, I got my money out of it, like not much, so I could pay my rent, had food, and yeah. play my my bass guitar and buy new strings. <laughs> and um, at some point. I was like, I was already 27. <laughs> I'm like, this music thing is cool, but it sucks. Never have money, nothing. It's like, it's fun. I toured and, you know, all these stories and it was fun, but I have to do something. I need to learn something. So I stopped being in a band that everybody was in a band. I'm like, fuck. So I'm kind of stopped. And then at the hospital, they had these special training or study for being a, like a specialized operation nurse i don't know how you say that in english but um you work stick with all these uh surgeons and stuff and uh so they had this special offer for me to do that because i was there already like eight years or nine <laughs> after <laughs> school like working half time quarter yeah. time like something like that and um they said we pay your full not like your study payment and you be here after your things for three years. I'm like, oh, that's all right. But I, st I started studying that, and I started at the same time working in the club as a light jockey, mm. like on a disco, metal disco and everything. Yeah. So on the weekend, I was in the club till like morning, and on in the week, I was studying a nurse. And then, yeah, I actually... The three years got me so far already with the, with the lighting. Good friends said, "Hey, can you do this job for me? Can you do this like little shows here and there, and like local shows?" And and uh, I was finishing my nurse education, <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped. I didn't stop working, but I was uh, going like on a half time job already again because I was doing lights here and then, and then I worked in part time. Hospital. Yeah, part time like. I worked for a month, but uh, I had enough hours to take two months off. Oh, nice! Mm. And then I was touring here a little bit, touring there, and that's how it like just kind of ended evolved. up. And at some point, it was it got me like it was too much trouble to keep both jobs going on. Then and I liked the lighting job a little bit better. <laughs> 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 the payment got better on that side too, yeah. so I I uh, I quit and. Uh, but it saved my ass during the pandemic. I went yeah. back to the hospital, yeah. did my duty <laughs> for almost two years. That was a setback, though. I'm like, oh, 
Oh yeah, I'm sure. It's, I, I've, I forgot about how hard it is. Yeah, I bet. that job is yeah. like standing there for eight hours of. I can't do that anymore. So were you doing the same thing? Were you still doing like operation? Mm. Yeah, that's what I learned. That's what okay. I specialized for. I don't be, I, I'm not a, like a real nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know all the other tricks they do. I can, throw, I can throw I can throw knives. Got knives and forks. He's he's over there padding off the surgeon. That's what you really do. You don't want to have that dripping in the wrong yeah, place. Yeah, no. no? I'm calling time. church when I need surgery. I'm going to fly him over. Yeah. Doctor, this is your uh, Greg, Greg was Greg was uh, Greg just had his surgery, and uh, because he had this uh, hernia, it's like on tour. And I looked at it, dude. You need to do something. Yeah, I don't have time. You know how like yeah. people are like. And I said, and, and I told him, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. And this is what it is. You need. So I made. I bought him a belt, like a big roll of like band aids. So put yeah. it on there. Give pressure. And all, like, you go through the tour. Then he went to his doctor, and he told him exactly what I said. I said, "Yeah, he was right." Like, yes, <laughs> I'm. I have knowledge. I wouldn't promote it, but yeah, I I, I've seen terrible things. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I feel. I feel like you were always the first call. It was like, oh, somebody had. Oh, well, somebody called church. <laughs> like, You're like the church, tour medic church, as well. Church, yeah. slash medic. Church is the t- uh, tour medic. <laughs> yeah, but nah. So since we're running up um, on time here, uh, I do want to ask you um, if somebody wants to get in, like a young guy wants to get into lighting and, you know, for uh, whether it be rock or any type of genre, what's one of the things that you would, uh, advice that you would personally give them or what would you tell them? Go work for like, like a hand company. I don't know how you say it. Oh, like, like, helpers? A sta- like a stage stage hand hand. Oh, yeah. like a stage. Okay. Because when you do that, you see what that like all the you see all the other jobs. You see rigging, lighting, audio, yeah. pirate, whatever. Yeah, so first you see what's out there, and you you get a feeling if you want to do that. Yeah, you, you realize whether you, or not the glamour is. It's not real. like you go if you go to a shop like here. You're like and you have lighting, so. If it's not like you go in there, I'm like, oh, I'm talented. I do that because you find out what you're good at. If you build stuff, if you do that, so I know very good lighting technicians. They don't even even kn- they know how to like set up a, do- a console, mm-hmm. but they can't run a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have the feeling, the vision for it. And for me, it's the opposite. I have more of the vision. I can't do the yeah, technician we part. We don't let church on stage. No, you <laughs> just, you just won't. Don't I slow them down? Because oh, I have to say, where's this going? You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, look at the colors. Yeah, but it's, you know. <laughs> so I, I know how it works. When I design all this, it kind of has to make sense. But if I have to build it, it takes like 10 times longer than if they yeah. do it. Right, right. And uh, I would say, it's like an interim, you say that? It's like, yeah. go there, work, do like all the nasty shows sweat your ass off and they would they will recognize you mm. and they like you get more out of it and then you're like oh, i like what the lighting people do and you maybe do that right so then next time you go there and work more on that and then then you yeah. show up in an office here mm-hmm. at the lead and then you say i worked as a as a hand and i was uh good but i have a feeling i, I would be a good lighting technician or video or whatever um give me a chance 
So right. I would do that. Well, I think it goes back to that whole thing we were talking about sixty percent. You know, I think part of that is drive too. Like you don't, yeah. you don't necessarily have to be super great, but if you're willing to your point, like you go and you become a, a you're doing stagehand labor, and you're you're out there and you're really trying to kill it. It doesn't it doesn't so much matter that you're doing a quote unquote good job on the technical front now, but you're trying and you're really putting yeah. forth the effort. You're not complaining. It's like that stuff. You yeah, start and you're learning. That. You know, yeah. it's like if people they try them, but they're not talented for stuff like that. They more likely break their fingers at some point, and you might say, "That's not what look, I want to do." Yeah, look yeah. for a different like. You should go to thing. catering. <laughs> Me, <Yeah. laughs> but then they chop off the fingers. <laughs> yeah, so but, but that's uh, that's how I started. Like I was do like uh, in that business without playing, like, doing uh, my music. Um, I worked for a stagehand company at the beginning. Like I was young, I was still in school. Like, and I was like a stage building company. Like these, uh, that was mm -hmm. a pain in the ass job. Oh, though. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> and and stuff like that. So I'm expose yourself into the industry, see what you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, you should do that for sure because, uh, like a good friend uh, always said, it's like lower your expectations. This is, true. this is this is not that this sounds all so cool. You know, I'm traveling the world and I see all this. I've been so many times in so many cities and I don't know what's going on there. I know hotels, a bus, or a stage. Mm -hmm. so, so this is not glamour. Yeah, it's my mom. My mom is always like, "Hey, you going on vacation again?" It's like, "Fuck you, mom. It's not <laughs> vacation." So can I come with you? Yeah, if you cook, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. but you know and. Get a taste of it first before you think oh, I'm 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 the new lighting whatever. Yeah. So you should. Yeah. It's not as glamorous as it seems, folks. I mean, it, it, there's nothing glamorous about it. You sleep with twelve fucking dudes in the bus. The only thing is yeah. between you and them is a fucking curtain. Yeah. Right. You and hear everything. You smell, smell everything. everything. No more privacy. <laughs> there's gone. there's no you. That, that's like, it's. It's a nice bus, but it's still it's like still a nice bus with twelve. You dudes. love the one day you go to your hotel room, close the oh. door, and they're like, Fuck. Mm. "It is the best." And then I was like, "I always then so they all hang out, go for food, and so I like that." But sometimes I'm like, "No, not coming. I just want to be by myself. Mm -hmm. I just so, walk yeah. around by myself. Yep. Just, just get away from you. Some alone I love time. you, but not them. I need like <laughs> yeah, a little no, bit. it's yeah. it's true. I mean." You you start checking off how many countries you've been to, and then you realize I haven't seen anything in any of those countries. Yeah, like maybe I had a day off somewhere, but then you're making that choice: Do I want to go see the whatever historical mon monument, or would I like to get some sleep without hearing some dude snoring next to me? Yeah, I bet you nobody thinks about that. You know, from the outside looking in, everybody's no. just you know, oh, yeah. I'm doing. This and great if thing. you're the first on the thing, like, you wake up early in the morning, build all this, and you go for a nap because you work all night, and the next night will be short because you start at seven o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. again, and you just got on the bus. It was two o'clock. Yep, that is a you need to learn that for sure, and yeah. need to like it. Yeah, Sounds somehow, nice, man, right there. Well, I think you're definitely built for it, or you're not. Like, you you either have that in you or you don't. Like, I don't think that's a learned thing. Like, I think it's it's just part of who you are. Like, maybe you don't know it yet, but you either you're into that or you're not because 
Yeah, that was it's, for a, me, it's a hard function. To that you. was for me the thing. Um, being in a band, like a small band, you know, we were traveling with like six, nine people in the van, sleeping in the van, mm-hmm. sleeping backstage, yeah. like having no shitters or something. Yeah, you yeah. learned that that's, uh, that's like yeah. an experience part of the that game. helped. Yeah. yeah, it's part of the game. Um, I mean, we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, special thanks to Church, man. Thank you for coming out and thanks for being having with me. us. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have you again soon. Whenever you're in town again, uh, you're on tour right now, right? We're getting ready. You guys are getting ready to go to Mexico. We getting ready to go to Mexico. Outstanding. Yeah, uh, U.S. Are, do you already finish U.S. run, or are we starting U.S. run after Mexico? No, we don't do this year U.S. run. We coming out next year. Okay. For thirty years of corn. So thirty years of corn next year. Next year, wow. that's gonna be go see church next year. Say hi. <laughs> or, or go to Mexico. Whatever. If you're yeah, feeling brave, drive down to Mexico. Go see church. <laughs> That's it. Awesome. Right there. Um, Kenny, you got anything, uh, last words to say? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, I think it's time for me and church to go get lunch is what I think it's time for. That's what I came here That's for. The, That's, <laughs> it, That's it, how I bribed him to get here. Just about right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you up next time. All Thanks. right.